right, guys, uh, gather around, gather around. We're going to do a quick spitballing session yeah. here. Let's uh, talk about all the things we we know off the top of our heads uh, about basketball. Like, uh, throw some at me. Okay, uh, let's see. There's four quarters. Yep, four quarters. We got a free throw line. We got a three-point line. Right, there's a slam dunks. Uh, yep, yep, yep. Backboards, hoops, nets. Right, the alley-oop. Uh, back screens, the pick mm-hmm. and roll. Yeah, great, great, great. Uh, let's see, there's... Um, Simple outlaws that fight for pleasure. Uh, okay. Yeah, there's Dragon's Pass. Okay. There's a, a cyborgs. Okay, great, great, great. There's uh, attractive cat creatures. Nick, I don't know if you know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> we play licensed NBA superstar fighting game Shaq Fu this week on How Did This Get Played? Welcome to How Did This Get Played, the show where we discuss the worst and weirdest video games of all time. I'm Nick Weiger alongside Heather Ann Campbell. Hey, I'm Heather Ann Campbell. I'm here with Matt Apodaca. Hey. There it is. All right. It's He's starting back. to grow on You're me. back on the, 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 the Fonzie A is back. Yeah, I can never decide until I do something and then I live in the one second of regret and then I move on. You have plenty of time to, to figure out. <laughs> yeah, I had in theory top. all day. Yeah. I knew we were doing this today. Did yeah. you have any other responsibilities? That was the one thing on your checklist. Work uh, on a catchphrase. Yeah, I was like, it's the it's the one thing, and I keep just circling. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing a PlayStation uh, logo hat. I, I always like that logo. It's such different- a good. It's so good. It's so clean. PlayStation Two, iconography, great. Two of the three of us have video game themed clothes on, and then Nick, you are wearing an NBA shirt. Hmm. Yeah, because I'm a jock. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> um, so we have a. I, I'm wearing it partly because it ties in with this week's game. But before we get to that, before we descend into gaming hell, it is time, as we always do, to spend seventy seconds in gaming heaven. We are going to talk about a game or something in gaming that we are currently enjoying. Uh, Matt, go ahead and start us off. All right, here we go. Oh, it's me. Okay, shit. Uh, Well, I'm still playing Dragon Quest. Mm -hmm. I don't know how far I am in the game because I refuse to look up anything about it. Uh, I might be near the end. I might be in the middle. Do you want to tell me where you are in progress and I can just sort of give you a... But Matt hasn't played it, so I I don't want to spoil a thing. And I know I'm very early in the game. Okay, Okay. great. Um, So there's that. It's great. It's balanced. It's crunchy. And like some of the comedy actually makes me smile, which is a lot for a video game. Um, can I ever talk about music on this segment? If it was like video game themed? All right, it's your turn. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm, I'm in, and I don't know if this exactly fits what we're trying to do here, but Heather, you and I have talked about our anxiety regarding the real release calendar. It's yes. too much right now. We're getting too much at once. I am playing Dragon Quest XI, which I've already finished on, on PlayStation 4. I'm sorry, I actually played the PC version. I already finished on PC, so I'm less worried about completing this, the Switch version uh-huh. uh, before Death Stranding comes out, which comes out very, Nine. very soon yep. as of this recording. Eight. Yeah. And, and Seven. There's just so much. I got Luigi's Six. Mansion 3, Five. a pre-order. Four. Like, what am I going to do with skip that? I'm just three. never going to play it. Just skip I'm it. Just never skip just skip it. Just, just money down the All drain. Right, stop. Stop. You have to be upset. <laughs> You have to be upset now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was already upset. <laughs> this week's game is Shaq Fu, 
released in 1994 for Sega Genesis, also ported to Super Nintendo, and developed by Delphine, which I believe is how you say the, the publisher, the developer's name, published by EA, a 2D fighting game with rotoscoped animation featuring NBA superstar Shaquille O'Neal. And seeing as this is this week's game, we figured we'd get someone who's a basketball mind in here. Our guest is a senior creative at The Ringer. His shows include the podcast Binge Mode and the Emmy-winning NBA desktop, Jason Concepcion. Hi, Jason. Hello. Thank you so much for, for doing this show. Thank you so much for uh, fiddling around with uh, Shaq Fu, however much of it you were able to endure. Gosh, thanks for having me on. I played it through my browser, and I do have shadowy, <laughs> I have shadowy memories of playing it on my friend's Genesis. I did not own a Genesis console, but my friend had one. Did you? Were you a Nintendo family? I was a Nintendo family, Got strong it. Nintendo family. Yeah, me too. Heather, this is part of our divide here. Heather grew was, up with Sega I was a Sega systems. family. Yeah, Sega was like, Cool, but yes. very, but like not generally accepted. Lame. Yeah, it's yeah. stupid. <laughs> right, it was stupid. You can just say Genesis seemed cool in commercials, but anybody who had it was dummy. I don't think that's, <laughs> that's true. That true. is true. I think it was cool. I Sonic think, was cool. Yeah, yeah Sonic, Sonic was, was very cool. cool. Toe Jam and Earl, uh, Golden Axe, Altered Beast. They had these. Altered just, Beast was very cool. They had Mortal Kombat with blood. Yeah. Like they had, they had a lot of stuff that right. that right. Super Nintendo didn't have. And I will say, as someone who had a Super Nintendo, I was envious of my Genesis cool. friends, and cool. I would go over there to play games I had no access to. Okay, I, yay. Yeah. All right, cool. But Same. you had like more things to talk about with your Nintendo friends? Yeah, oh, we sure. definitely there, we're closer. There was like <laughs> there was a whole media ecosystem that supported Nintendo, yes. you know, the magazines and stuff. Sega was it was harder to figure out stuff, but I think you're exactly right. They Sega it seemed at the time was like let's give them more blood. Let's let Altered Beast, let's let right. them decapitate and like have it splatterhouse and have there be like just exploding bodies and stuff. Yeah. And also uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah yes. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. And, and even Sonic was like edgy. It was like the cool Mario. He was like right. the edgy version of that mascot. Uh, so, so you, you're growing, you grew up playing video games. You still, you're still a gamer. I love games. What, yeah. are, what are some of your recent faves or some of your all time faves? All time faves. Well, uh, I'm playing a lot of Nintendo switch right now because I just got a switch light. Which, oh yeah. I think it's oh, fantastic. Yeah. 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 Great piece which of color? Hardware. Which color? A yellow. Me too. Okay. It's I, I'm, Heard you talk about it, and yeah. it's it's a wonderful device. It feels great in the hand. I really love the kind of matte finish. It feels somehow more substantial. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I've got back into Breath of the Wild. Okay. Which I love, even though there's crafting, which I hate. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, wow, I, you and Matt are on the same page here. Yeah, I hate crafting. It's the worst. I, I work already. I go to work <laughs> and I do stuff already. Just give I, me the stuff. Yeah, just let me have the stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't want to deal with what, my weapon is no good now? And I don't I have care to, if like, I found raw meat. Give me cooked meat. Yeah, like, just let me eat. Yeah. What, I have to cook now? I have you no recipes? You can't yeah. kill a, an animal and then have the meat be cooked inside? Yeah. Why I, already have, I already have magic. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Why not? Why not? I have that. Whatever the in-world rules are, you'll just adjust to that. Like, you know, the Castlevania thing, you'll bust open a, a block, and then the inside there'll be just like a fully cooked turkey dinner. And you're just like, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Yeah. And this heals me. me this that. heals my wounds. I, exactly. Yeah. I'm playing uh, Outer Worlds right now, which is... Oh, fuck. It looks so good. I'm, I so want to play it. It's good. It's uh, So if you like... Obviously, if you like Fallout New Vegas, you will really enjoy Outer Worlds. Um, it's that kind of vibe. No crafting. So anybody wow. out there who likes uh, hmm. RPG and without crafting, no crafting. Hmm. There is a lot of loot in terms of the quantity of loot. Maybe not so much in the in like the variety of loot, but the quantity of loot is good, and I'm I'm enjoying it thus far. Wow, great! Yeah, uh, do, let's 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 step back in time a little bit to. 
you know, because fighting games kind of had their... I, I, fighting games have always kind of existed, but I feel like they had a they had a renaissance during the 16-bit era. I mean, Heather, you're the fighting game expert. You mm. you'd know more about this, but I, that's that's when I feel like I was really seeing them all on the arcade scene, right? Yeah. So uh, because the arcade scene still existed and Street Fighter 2 came out, there was a huge swell of enthusiasm behind fighting games. Right. Uh, and because Street Fighter 2 came out, then Mortal Kombat came yeah. out. Uh, shortly thereafter was like Virtual Fighter. So there was like a era of fighting games. Now that's not to say that today there isn't a huge fighting game community. Uh, Evo has more attendee- attendees each year uh, than the year previous, which means that that community is growing. Mm. Um, it's so just- kind of the opposite of what's happening with our podcast listenership. <laughs> 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 they did say to me it's like a reverse Evo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 classic reverse Evo. Uh, so, but so this and Shaq Fu is a game of this era. Uh, it, it's you know it's it's weird because they were kind of experimenting and with in this era where they had like a sports figure, an athlete attached to yes. a game that was not a sports game. So they had like, you know, um, uh, Michael Jordan trouble in the windy city right. was another one. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and it was, so Shaq Fu was kind of in that, but it's very distinctly a fighter. And I think it's, it is very much derived from mortal Kombat. Are you a Jason? Are you a fighting game player? I am a fighting game player, although not particularly a good one. I got very, very into mortal Kombat when it hit the scene. Uh, so I would go mortal Kombat, street fighter. I really liked, I would, uh, play as Honda and just kind of spam. Oh yeah, and then uh, Tekken was just too difficult for me. Yeah, that was too, that sucked. was too complex for me. <laughs> I kind of like Tekken. Yeah, yeah. I like King. Yeah, King is cool. <laughs> is that the one with the like cat for a head? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah fuck that game. <laughs> Honda was great because you could just uh, is that that's the sumo character? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you could just spam the the, the like the tidal wave fist or whatever, yes. and yeah. and get someone trapped in the corner and then just do that. And yeah. once you, I I think in the was it championship edition or turbo when you could start you could like cr- move forward while you were doing that you used to be stationary but then you could you could start to you could move forward so you could even more like you could spam it even more effectively because you could just push someone into a corner um so what outside of fighting games sports video games mm-hmm. are, are do you play sports games do you play basketball games i don't that much yeah to be honest with you i i've Really, sports games for me kind of peaked with, like, NBA Street, the NBA Street series. Those were a lot of fun, and I don't know why that went away forever. Yeah, those should come back. Yeah. That, that was fun, because it was, like, kind of a combination of, like, Tony Hawk-style gameplay with, yes. like, power-ups and, like, cool moves. But you're not so much, like, hey, set a pick for me. Why, like, I have to know the game that, I don't have to know the game to a, to a significant degree. I can just, like, uh, do cool things. Right, and a lot of, it's, it's akin to NBA Jam, and there is this strong nostalgia for NBA Jam, but for some reason NBA Street isn't as much maybe just more time needs to pass and people need to remember it but I, you'd think they'd bring it back I, it would be great for them to bring it back EA I believe that was an EA title yeah EA is quickly retreating from the basketball scene uh NBA Live has been canceled once again, and you know it'd be great if they could bring this back. It's a really fun game, right? Because the 2K franchise has become so dominant. Uh, do you have you ever messed around with like the the 2K like career mode and stuff? Because that's just always like I find it so off putting to have to do non basketball related stuff. In it's those like games. Cra- it's again, it's like craft. Yeah. Why do I have to get, <laughs> like now? I have to go and talk to this person like at the mall, and then go to yeah, the, and I have to go to the park and talk to these people, and then play this game, and then have this meeting about like my shoe deal. 
it's not that it's not that fun. There's there's in one of the it might be in the most recent one. There's literally something. It's not exactly this, but I think you have to you have a there's a mandatory to progress in the game. You have to go to a Beats by Dre party yeah. and like <laughs> hit it off with Idris Elba. I it's like so that. like what the fuck. Here's what I want to do in a sports game. I yeah. want to make myself actual height. Put dunks on 99. (laughs) And then then win the MVP. That's all I want to do. Right. Uh, it's it's it is fun to put yourself in the game. Yes. I just wish that I didn't have to do all that non basketball related yes. stuff. Because yeah, exactly. I, I, always, I always like creating a version of me. I go the opposite direction. I make myself like seven five. Like, <laughs> I, I make myself like Shaq size. I, yeah. I, did, I just I have my same head, but just a gigantic muscular body. There was a game recently where you could upload a photo and it would allow you to have your own face in it. Is that true? Yeah, this is this is uh, gotten pretty common in these yeah. games. Oh, I don't. I will. It works okay. to an okay degree. Some of them it looks uh, like an abomination, but other ones it looks pretty good. It does I, a pretty good I, job. I, I did it for myself in I think in 2K, and I looked. I just looked like an Asian Post Malone, and it was. Kind of <laughs> <absurd>. <laughs> they added a bunch of face tattoos. I, I, I added those. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, what do you and Jay, and uh, let's open this up to everybody uh, because Shaq, even if you're not a basketball fan, I feel like is just like this celebrity that everyone has in a, has some sort of take mm-hmm. on. Uh, Jason, we'll start with you. Are you a, are you a, like, what do you feel about Shaq? You're certainly more known for being on Inside the NBA yeah. these days than, than his, his playing accolade, uh, achievements, but he was a, a tremendous player. Yeah, I think the thing that um, people need to think about when they consider this bad game mm-hmm. that I think, by the way, as an aside, I think it's a little overblown how bad people say it is. It's sure. not really that bad. But Shaq was like 21 at the time he did this, right? He had recorded a rap album, which was really a first. He had been on a rap album with real rap artists. Right. He uh, was the most exciting young player in the league, and he had been in Blue Chips, so a major motion picture. He had done things that, at his age, uh, other stars hadn't, and he had really kind of um, was reaping the rewards of fame that Michael Jordan and the generation before him had kind of laid out as possibilities, and he was taking it to the next level. Right. Yeah, it, it is... I kind of almost feel like you because Michael Jordan was such like a huge global superstar in terms of marketing and everything, but in terms of like making themselves into a themselves into a brand, and I know that this is largely your point. Like that's kind of Shaq was kind of the the person who started that. Like like I'm not just a a a basketball player. I'm also a rapper, an yes. actor, and a host. Um, I'm gonna have you know a, 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 all these different brands I'm a, that are affiliated with me as a guy. Um, Heather, are you? How do you feel about Shaquille O'Neal? My favorite thing I remember about Shaquille O'Neal is that. They got mad at him because he kept shattering backboards. <laughs> and so even though I was a Chicago kid, mm. I would tune in to see if Shaquille O'Neal would break right. something. His event television, the way that like Blake Griffin was like his first season. Matt, I know you're a Shaq freak. I think Shaq is one of the greatest living Americans. <laughs> I, 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 there's just something about him. He's yeah. just so likable and charming. And I remember being a kid and like Burger King had the Shaq pack. Do you remember the Shaq pack? Right. It was like a sourdough, like hamburger sandwich on like uh, sourdough bread. It was so good. Uh, <laughs> and just I just grew up knowing that, that he was a big, strong man. <laughs> he was great. He's And he's funny. Yeah. Do, do we associate Sa- Shaq with sourdough uh, bread for some reason? I what don't is think the, so. What is the... 
It was just like it was like a sourdough like bun basically, but it wasn't a bun. It was flat like the like the sourdough jack. Mm. I think it was their answer to the sourdough da- jack, and they had uh, they were marketing it like it was like a Shaft parody. So it was they had a s- song, and it was like Shaq, Shaq. Yeah. yeah. You know I'm talking about the Shack Pack, and uh, that was part of it. And uh, <laughs> it was like bacon and cheese, and I was like, well, I have to. Mom, you gotta take me to stop making dinner. Right. You gotta take me to Burger King right now. Don't Shaq in the garbage. Yeah, get that out of here. <laughs> what do you make of as a Shaq fan? What do you make of his dabbling with law enforcement? His his mm. fascination with being a sheriff. His seeming need to have a badge and to pull what? people over. Yes, <laughs> that is. Listen, you know people are complex. They're, yeah. There's uh, good sides and bad sides to everyone. Shaq's a cop. Shaq is a <laughs> legitimate. <laughs> Police officer. Th- this I is think tough. he's like actually a cop in Broward County. Is that not the case? I think that <laughs> is true. And in most cases, I am of the mind uh, ACAB. Uh, <laughs> all cops are bastards. <laughs> but uh, Shaq, I think being Shaq negates it. Got it. Yeah, he gets a pass. Yeah. It, Steven Seagal? No. Yeah, Steven right, right, Seagal doesn't get it. As far as celebrity cops go, yeah. it is very strange. It's a it's a weird thing about him. But I guess he is like he's kind of a law and order guy. I assume that has something to do with his upbringing, where he had like a drill sergeant father, yes, you know. Father. But um, he's a. I, I love Shaq so much, especially as a, as a Laker fan. He oh, was yeah. just like I always sided with Shaq on the Shaq Kobe feud, which is I think a lot of Laker fans. I, I feel like it's eighty twenty Kobe in that. But Shaq was just so good. Well, you know, uh, I th- I would say just kind of, you know, obviously this is not part of it. But as an aside, yeah. uh, Kobe did some bad things yes. and then also kind of uh, snitched on Shaq during right. the process of being uh, interrogated for those bad things. Yeah. So I think that, you know, like, the I think history is on Shaq's side. Oh, that's all I'm saying. Right. And I think and I think just like so clearly a better playing career um, in, in terms of of. Where I think where he is in that the NBA hierarchy. I'm uh, talking about the rape case. <laughs> oh, okay, all right, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We were all a little foggy on what exactly you're driving towards. Did you think deer basketball was overrated? <laughs> Let's talk about Shaq Fu. Yeah. So the, you you mentioned you played this w- as a kid, uh, or you you messed around with it a little uh, when you were younger, Jason. Heather, had you ever played this game? No. Do you were you must have been aware of it though. I mean, yeah, I was it's a, like a legendary I was a, bad game. I was aware of it, and also Delphine Software made um, one of my favorite games of the era, which was Out of This World. Yeah, and they also made Flashback, a follow up, and it's it's fascinating because they were such talented artists and yeah. animators, and that element is definitely present in Shaq oh, Fu. Absolutely. It's like visually satisfying. They yeah. use the same tech as Flashback in Shaq Fu, uh, and that's I mean that's why it looks. But here's it looks the thing: very fluid. Is no, nobody fucking plays flashback, and it's like you know what would be awesome is if this was a fighting game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It it it's it's clearly they didn't have an engine, or they didn't have a the maybe the technology, or maybe just the know how to make this game feel like a fighting the game. The worst part of Prince of Persia is the combat. Yes, right. right. Yeah, and this Great is point. essentially that as the the core concept of the game starring. <laughs> <laughs> right, you can't really be. You have to be so anticipatory because yeah. of how long, how many frames are in the animations. Yeah. Um. But it, it is it is still 
fascinating. Like this is the this developer also made these like a kind of amazing and innovative adventure platformers. Um, uh, apparently, it, I, I read that that this was they of course wanted Shaq to do a basketball game, and Shaq basically was like, "Can we just do Mortal Kombat with me?" Right, which I think is an awesome move. Uh, and he was at that point where he had that clout. Uh, you mentioned his his credits at the time. Uh, he was on the Orlando Magic. This was before his uh, his Lakers period, his Lakers reign, um, and his album Shaq Diesel had just come out the previous year. This is pre-Kazam, pre-Steel. This was yeah. before Shaq's like real wretched. I guess this was maybe the first of his really bad pop culture uh, properties. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, the, here's one, one thing I'd say is that the nothing here seems original. Everything seems lifted from a different fighting game or a different intellectual property in terms of all the characters and everything. Oh, now this is, I was, as I was doing my research on this, it's a little, it's a little hazy whether this game was truly made for Shaq. There's right. a lot of suspicion that there was an, that Delphine was working on something that was uh, some other project and then got the contract from EA to make this game and was like, okay, let's just throw Shaq on that thing that we, (laughs) on that weird (laughs) game that we have. Right. Uh, What do you guys make of that? It it is, so the story, I mean, I guess (laughs) the story is so bizarre. Yeah. And it does seem like the, that very easily could have been a different sort of character that was originally intended for it. And there's really nothing in it outside of Shaq and his character model and the fact that he wears like a a clear diversion of an Orlando Magic Road uniform that says Shaq on the front of it. There's really nothing in it that really touches basketball at all. A hundred percent. So the story kind of broadly is Shaq is in Japan. Yes. Doing a charity thing. He's do, he's in, uh, <laughs> the intro I have here is downtown Tokyo and I'm checking out the local sites on the day of my all-star charity game win and then he walks into a <laughs> kung fu uh, do, uh, a kung fu studio ch- which is by the way a Chinese martial yes, art. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes, right. It's a sort of pan-Asian approach they have uh, which is, you know, it, it, then he, he goes and he watches with this kung, he talks to this kung fu master and this kung fu master tells him uh <laughs> Greetings, big warrior. You are one from the stars, I presume. I thought I'd never live to see the day. I'm an all-star, if that's what you mean. Uh, Oh, no, young warrior. And then he ushers him. This is great. No time to explain. Go through this portal, find Nezu, and save him before it's too late. So that's all the context Shaq has. And he's like, yeah, okay. And just sort of just walks. And so he enters what's called the second world. Also, there's... Like, it's not like he's, like, brought... Like, in the Mortal Kombat movie, they're ushered to an island and it's explained to them. Yes. Right, right, right. It's like, you are going to fight to the death. He... The first thing that happens to Shaq is the world map. Yeah. So he's... Not only is he, like, in a place he's never been, but he's not at the location he needs to be. He has to, like, trek across a continent (laughs) to get to his first fight. I will say, the world map... I found to be kind of engaging. I like the world map. I like the I like that kind of top down like, oh, there's this other structure. It's yeah. not just like the side scrolling fighter thing. Here's this almost 3D but obviously not kind of exploration world that gives you this kind of illusion that I have some kind of choice in what challenge Shaq 
right. takes on first. And you get to you have this tiny little shack that you get to move around this this map. Um, and it, it does kind of make it feel like sh- each of Shaq's steps is a mile. Like, like <laughs> he's covering so much ground. Um, maybe they're overestimating his stride length a little bit. But he is, uh, it, But and it's free roaming. It's not like you have these paths. You can just walk wherever. Right, yeah. Uh, and then so you go and you fight some of these fighters. I guess let's talk Let's talk through some of the fighters that you get through in the story mode. Um, well, one of the first yes. things that I, I'd like to point out is that when you're fighting these fighters, mm-hmm. it, like you've got this Street Fighter style screen with character pictures up at the top. Oh, yeah, I love this. And Shaq is smiling uh, through the entire fight. But when he wins, he becomes angry. Yeah, he gets sort of this enraged face. <laughs> like it's after he is like victorious that he screams. Right. There. Also, the other the characters are reacting to like you if you if you watch the character portraits while the fight is going on they're reacting to how well they're doing and if they if they start to lose they get sad in a way where it looks like they're just like disappointed <laughs> it's like how did this happen it's really uh it's it's really crazy to watch their faces drop as they get beaten to a pulp mm-hmm. um so some of the characters you've got uh Orok, mm-hmm. uh you've got Beast, who is a super, he's like Shaq sized. Um, he's, he's a big, like, uh, he's a big, like, Goro slash lobster creature. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I interpreted him as lava. He kind of is just like, he does kind of seem like he's made like from lava. Like a lava beast. It says that his, uh, I mean, his his backstory is that he's created from Set from his own shadow, and Set Ra is the bad guy. Right. Uh, who is basically like Mum Ra from. Uh, uh, from Thundercats. Uh, I, I like some of the characters. There is a character just named Diesel, uh, like well, like Shaq Diesel, except this guy's a longshoreman from the San Francisco docks. There's a, <laughs> there's the Colonel, who's kind of like a a Jax slash Macho Man Randy Savage. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a uh, oh, the, the I love Shaq's bio. Shaq is a dominating force on and off the hoops court, rookie of the year, perennial All Star, and founder of Shaquido, yeah, an extremely lethal martial art form. I I like that the things that they say to each other before each fight. Right. Yeah. Which is the only window you get into like anybody's psychology that's going on in this insane fucking game. But when he meets Diesel, he his only thing he says is you call yourself Diesel. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like he makes fun of that dude's name. Well, he claims the name Diesel himself. Shaq does. Shaq does. Yes. Yes. So there- how dare another man claim he's Diesel? It's like coming across another guy who calls himself the big Aristotle. That's Shaq's name. (laughs) I also like that when he goes up against the uh, female, like the, I don't know if she's a voodoo warrior. What what was her like? Kaori? Yeah, that he's like, your magic can't hurt me, girlfriend. Oh, voodoo. Voodoo. Yeah, no, the voodoo. Voodoo. Yeah, yeah, voodoo. The voodoo character is just named voodoo. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, And then she replies, my magic has never lost a fight and I'm not your girlfriend. Wow. I, I wanted to ask about the character... Memphis, M-E-P-H-I-S? Yes. Do we think that that is a misspelling of Memphis, or is that like a Mephistopheles mm, thing? I, I, yeah, I, I, hearing you talk through it, I assume like a shortening of Mephistopheles. He does look like just like a green Skeletor, like yes. a pa- palette swap Skeletor. But there's also like the city of Memphis in Egypt. Right. And, there, oh. and this is, and the main villain is like an Egyptian. This game's like fucking nuts. It's very confusing. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. The lore is hard to track. There's a cat lady named Kaori. Mm-hmm. I like that she's being mind controlled. <laughs> yeah. And for no reason. Like, there's right. no point. Like, she could have just been a bad guy. 
but they're like, oh, I'm free now. I'm I'm free from the mind control. I'm yes. Like, what the fuck is happening <laughs> in this game? Also, Nezu, the kid that you're the looking for, yeah. the child you're looking for, when you find him, you beat the shit you have out to of him. Yeah, the why shit is, out of the why, child. <laughs> why is that? Yeah, that is that was co- uh, eminently confusing to me. Also, kind of the best playable character of all of them. Like very easy to yes. use. Hmm. Shaq weirdly has like the weakest set of of moves. Shaq kind of sucks. Uh, I will say <laughs> that his special moves are uh, the Shakurikin and the Shakik O'Neal, which are, <laughs> are both delightful. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the so but in the story mode you have to be Shaq. You're, yeah, you're yeah, forced you to play to. Shaq. In the the dual mode you can play some of these other characters who are a little bit uh, the the way it's balanced. Shaq is uh, seems like he's he's a lower tier. It is funny to think of a fighting game where you like you like start the game. It's like if Street Fighter was like, no, you're Ryu. It's yeah. Ryu's story. Right. Mm-hmm. And you get to see all these other people and it's like, no, 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 you're Ryu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's a weird angle for a fighting game. Just a character select screen with everyone grayed out. Number <laughs> <laughs> one. Um, you get a, a uh, there's a story. So midway through, you're going through, you're beating the crap out of all these characters. And after, basically the pattern is after you beat them up, they have a, a brief cut scene where they come to their senses right. and maybe admire Shaq. Eventually, more of the map mo- opens up. About midway through, there's a baffling cutscene that is not paid off. Uh, somewhere in the second world, Beast brings his skeleton soldiers to life. Never again addressed. <laughs> <laughs> and this is what I mean. I think that there, obviously, I think that there was some other secret project that Delphine was working on yeah, that they just been. scrapped when they got this uh, when they got the Shack contract. It's sort of like the way that Michael Jackson may or may not have been involved in Sonic the Hedgehog three, mm. and then wow, and then you're yeah. like, oh, this music is reminiscent of the album that he was about to bring out. Like, maybe this was, like, an entirely different project. It could have been. Hey, hey speaking of music, uh, uh, Matt, do we have any of the music from this game? I do, yeah. The Let's, music is good. The music is good. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, the music. This I, music's I, terrible. I was into it. I liked it. Hold on. L- like, listen to this title theme. <laughs> Here we go. I'm vibing to this. It sounds like a stomachache. <laughs> <laughs> when you told I me to get this group. music, you asked me to find the music that sounded like it was disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you guys not remember, like, the Street Fighter theme? That's I mean, a better theme. I like that more. I like the Street Fighter music more, but this is a, this music is it's totally a, fine. This sounds, good. this sounds like something that's played on a game show when you lose. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like the Price is Right one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do we have, a, we, have a, we have one of the stage uh, themes we can play? Yeah, here's uh, Catwalk Falls. Anything that's good little about this block, music. Little woodblock action in there? Yeah, but anything that's good about the music is just the Genesis sound chip that's good. This is a nightmare. <laughs> right. This is like a first draft oh, of on, a song. What about that? When the little melody comes in up high? No? If you t- turn this off right now, turn it off right now, right now, right now. Hum it. It is very loud. Okay, there's a lot going on in the lower registers. I admit that, but here's but but let me let me walk you through what I think the composer was going for. Okay, we got Shaq. Yeah, I want to go in the low registers. Okay, Mm, I want to have it earthy. I want to have it big. I want to have it rooted Mm -hmm. because this is a big guy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, let's play for another. I disagree. Okay. 
Let's uh, hear one more. I have uh, Dragon's Pass. All right. Ooh, come on. <sighs> it's so dissonant. <laughs> you seem so defeated. Me? Yeah. Yeah. Because this music isn't pleasurable, and some of the best video game music of all time is on the Genesis. Mm-hmm. This what? is uh, this is Beast Stage. This kind of a, and it is kind of like over a lava, uh, you know, lava bridge. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know. I think the I think the music, like the art and animation, is like is like good enough. And <laughs> I don't know. I don't. It, it doesn't bother me. It's not what it's not what like a low point of this game. The low point for me is just the gameplay. Like the yeah, like, same. It's same. just it just is so hard to control. Yeah. It's yeah. it's so uh, you know. It's like Street Fighter in mud. It's yeah, just yeah. so unresponsive. <laughs> the hitboxes are insane. Mm-hmm. Like half of, so Shaq is so big compared to the other characters that his, huge kicks, yeah. his kicks regularly fly over the head yeah. of the other characters. Also, I, I played it without looking at the um, instruction manual. And generally speaking, in a fighting game, you discover yeah. a special move or two. Like they'll, you'll happen a, a across them. And they also use a very similar language across, like it's either a charge move or like a motion. There's like mm, you can accidentally do uh, a special move in right. Eternal Champions. I didn't get a single special move to come out of Shaq. And then after I'd finished the game, I watched a playthrough so I could be like, okay, well, I want to see somebody who knows what they're doing. And in the entire playthrough, not one special move. Was <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's, uh, so they're, they're pretty, it's pretty opake. They're, they're not in the manual. They're I, not? I looked at the Genesis manual. Yeah, I didn't see them listed in there. They're not in the manual. You're just supposed to figure them out. And, and they're kind of more like the Mortal Kombat way of, of move, moves where it's like a sequence of presses as opposed yeah. to a, a, you know, like a rolling motion or a charge motion. So for instance, the Shakurikin, uh, previously mentioned, uh, uh, forward, back, forward, and then uh, uh, and then one of the uh, attack buttons, and that that'll throw like what is, what is basically uh, Guile Sonic Boom. That's also not particularly useful in the in the, in the combat. <laughs> the, my the stumbling block for me was that it just felt as if every kind of move was delayed. Yeah, yeah. sure. Uh, you know, you ju- I'd hit jump, and then I would jump a second later, and also I'd jump in a direction I didn't want to go, and uh, so you're. To the point you were making earlier, Delphine was kind of known for these like wonderful animations and and beautiful art design, and weirdly that kind of seemed to have worked against them because yes. there was just too many animations to load for the move to work in a timely manner. It felt like I wish yeah. I could blame this on you playing it in a browser, but it was no matter no. how you play this game, yeah. it's slow. This is just how it is. Yeah. It's it's yeah. not Street Fighter Two Turbo. It's Street Fighter Two Slow Mo. It's just like so. <laughs> hey It's so. Hey guys, I uh, I may have written that up. <laughs> Nick, you didn't you didn't have to do that to I him. I may have stayed up a little late last night trying to come up with a perfect singer. Nine thirty. Nail Shaq Fu. I was up till I was up till nine thirty. <laughs> uh, it is it, yeah. It, the, the the gameplay just sucks. The story mode is pretty is confusing and pointless. And then there's no reason to like a fighting game that controls poorly. There's no yeah. reason to play this multiplayer. Yeah. Unless you love you just love Shaq. I guess. <laughs> but I'd, if you love Shaq, play a basketball game. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I like when he uh, when you fight the cyborg. Another one of my favorite like pre fight things is he goes, "What's up with the plastic headgear, bruh?" Right. <laughs> Can you do that in a Shaq voice? Uh, what's up with the plastic headgear, bruh? That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. not bad. 
I love this. I So I was doing some research on this, and I read this in a Sega magazine from around the time that this game came out. This is the EA producer Don Traeger, mm-hmm. who I guess had worked on NBA and PGA games. He says, quote, We approached Shaq really with the idea of a basketball game like Shaq vs. Jordan, but I read that Shaq loved crime movies and has a very street image through his rap. Mm. <laughs> Shaq Vu is his rap name, his street name, urban name. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Holy shit. That's wild. That's someone who maybe hopefully reflects in that interview. It's like, I wish I could have that one back. <laughs> that, after he gave that interview, the theme song for the game played in his head. <laughs> um, uh, any, any other uh, any thoughts on, on Shaq Fu that we haven't touched on? God, it's just not... Like some of these games, you like when you're playing it. You're like, yeah. well, this is a redemptive quality, or I like this part. It just it feels like it feels like you're falling asleep in soup. Like it's yeah. just like, ugh. yeah. I will say I I did like the art. I thought the art was very good. And, what? And I thought the art was nice. The art? I thought the I thought the pixel design and the way that stuff looked was good. I liked the character design. Okay. I thought the Pepsi, the Pepsi. Yeah, the, why the uh, fucking Pepsi logo all the time? <laughs> Shaq was the face of Pepsi in, in the early 90s. The product placement I thought was kind of ahead of the curve. Nobody was right. doing that at the time. <laughs> Jesus. And it's it's exactly, if you were going to a, a Kung Fu studio in Tokyo, yes. of course there would be a Pepsi sign outside. 100%. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I think this is, it, it's. It, I, I agree that the, the animation is maybe it's like, uh, specifically the animation is just so fluid and looks very cool and it's, it's maybe a fun game to watch, not to play. For um, sure. But uh, on that note, let's get to our review crew. So we're each going to go around and say something positive and give this game a numerical decimal rating. Uh, you guys heard some of my zingers earlier. Uh, they all killed. And uh, <laughs> and there's one in this game that, I, that happens if you lose to set raw. Uh, this is the dialogue he roasts you with. My rap, W-R-A-P, is better than your rap, R-A-P. My <laughs> rap is better than your rap because he is a mummy character. And I read that and I was like, that's a Weiger joke if I've ever seen one. <laughs> um, I, I love Shaq enough where I'm going to give this game, uh, my numerical decimal rating will be uh, his number for the Lakers, uh, 3.4. Wow. Uh, all Ooh. right, go, go ahead, Heather. That was his number of the Lakers? They let him have a point? He had a decimal point. <laughs> <laughs> he was the only non-integer uh, number in the league. Um, Boy, I so recently learned how dithering is done, and oh, I was looking at the backgrounds, and I was imagining some artist hand pixeling the background on this game and I thought I would give that person a shout out because they definitely committed suicide after the game was released. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I'm going to give this a, uh, a 0. 0.6. Wow. All right, Matt Abadaga. Look, the game absolute dog shit. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> it was hard to play and I was saying uh, before we were recording, I'm not very good at fighting games and I'm not terrible at them this was so hard to play it's very yeah, difficult. it's hard so so it's hard. hard uh so it was an unpleasant experience but i gotta say everything's a little better with Shaq. amen <laughs> i got it that's so, it that's everything's that's better it. everything's better with Shaq. okay i gotta give it a one Shaq. <laughs> 
<laughs> Shaq, my guy. Thank you. And how dare you? <laughs> uh, all right, Jason, your your positive and your numerical score. Yeah, I think, you know, I th- is it one of the worst games of all time? I don't think it rises to that level. You know, I think about like E.T. and burying cartridges in the desert sure. and that kind of I, when I think worst ever, that's the kind of thing I think about. I think it's a bad game. I think that there's the art is appealing and I think some of the character design is kind of interesting. And honestly, if I think if you put it in the in the kind of like pantheon of various licensed shack properties, it's kind of not that bad. I'll give it I'll I'll be kind to it and give it like a four. Four. Not a bad. Right. Not yeah. bad. Okay. Four out of one million. Um <laughs> <eight>. <laughs> All right. But uh, hey, those were our thoughts. But it's per it's it's a possibility that we're mistaken. Maybe we're wrong. I mean, usually I, I have a doubt. I'm like, maybe we are wrong. But with this one, I think maybe we're right. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the segment's called Maybe We're Wrong. Okay, okay. <laughs> we, have, um, we have a format we've established. We have to keep, to keep yeah. it up. Well, I mean, like, if we wanted to look for confirming reviews. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I will say, uh, I have one, and this kind of ties into to what Jason was just saying. This is a five out of five star Game Facts review by North. Uh, dated uh, January 1st, 2004. I guess this guy's New Year's resolution was to <laughs> write a review of Shaq Fu. Oh um, why y'all hatin'? Why haven't people given Shaq Fu a chance? That's the title, by the way. Why, why y'all hatin'? Why haven't people given Shaq Fu a chance? Other games with far stranger premises and other games with far weaker gameplay are remembered much more happily than this fighter. A series starring an Italian plumber and featuring a, featuring a cast of in other interesting characters exploring outlandish areas, traveling through pipes, and collecting mushrooms and superstars is universally remembered as one of the greatest. Yet a game starring an African-American role model who explores another world is remembered as one of the worst. The point is, if people can follow Final Fantasy's bizarre storylines, then why can't they handle Shaq Fu's far more simplistic and believable storyline through a little suspension of disbelief? The answer, in case you haven't seen it coming a mile away is prejudiced towards Shaq. Wow. Whether Shaq Fu is just a novelty to gamers or not, the reputation has gotten over the years is undeserved. While most gamers didn't see through the gossip and BS, most gaming magazines gave the game a score of 50% to 70%, a score I agree with. However, to help clear up the reputation brought on by these kings of comedy, I will be scoring Shaq Fu a 10, despite its flaws, simply because I can. You guys who downplay Shaq Fu were never funny. Go pick up a basketball and live a little before you knock the wow. man, his game, and his lifestyle. Jesus. Signed, Matt Appledown. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say, did Shaq write this? <laughs> I mean, there it, clearly there were people who did enjoy it because yes. there were yeah. two fan-made RPGs based on the game that came out afterwards and a PlayStation 4 game, Shaq Fu Reborn, I think. Reborn? Why do you say it Sha- that way? Shaq Fu, a legend reborn. A yes. legend reborn. So, I mean, there were people who played and like this. Or at least responded to the idea of the Uh, property. I will say Shaq Fu, A Legend Reborn, part of the uh, advertising for this was literally to say, hey, the previous game sucked, but we've made it so much better. Yeah. Right. And then that turned out to not be the case. All right. (laughs) So I've got one here. Uh, This is a a, a review from Amazon by J Mill 1989, the 
publication date is February 18th, 2006. Best game ever. Definitely buy it and only buy it for the Genesis. That's the headline. Yes. This is one of the best games I ever played. Only dumbasses play this game expecting (laughs) to get PlayStation 2 or Xbox quality. It is an extremely entertaining game that makes me nostalgic. This is a great game for one of the best systems. Good old Sega Genesis. If you find this game, buy it and play it for hours. Craziest game ever. Kazam sucked ass. (laughs) (laughs) But this game is the, and he's edited himself to say, I think shit. Shouldn't cost more than $3, but you won't have trouble finding it on eBay. Don't buy this game unless you're getting it for the Genesis. (laughs) Yeah, it it is sucked ass is more graphic than shit. (laughs) Thinking through what that actually means. Um, I will say the... That that is a thing we we didn't touch on, which is the Super Nintendo version. For some reason, the port is very stripped down. They cut five playable characters. Yeah. It's like oh, a wow. much leaner game. Yeah. So yeah, this was one where definitely the Genesis was, as with a lot of fighting games, I feel like of the air, the Genesis was the better version. Did you guys play with the blood mode enabled? No, I didn't. I saw there was a blood code later. I didn't yeah. see. Yeah. There's a blood code. There's a blood code. It's not particularly. From what I read, it's not particularly like minor, bloody. Minor blood. They just had a little yeah. bit. Do yeah. you have a, Do you have another one, or do you want? Go I, for it. I, all right, great. I've got this uh, This other one. This is a 2008 review. So a significant amount of time has passed <laughs> since the game has been published. Uh, Shaquille O, as she takes notes, as I stand and deliver, is the headline here. Uh, Bong for Jesus writes, this game is... <laughs> This game is fun, hands down. If you like Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat, you'll have a good time on this one. When I got this, when it came out, it came with the first CD I owned, Shaq Fu. It only had two songs. (laughs) One was Stand and Deliver. If anyone has this and wants to sell it, email me at mattgreen03 at yahoo.com <laughs> on his Yahoo review. Uh, I hope someone who's listening does email him and take him up on that because it'd be nice if he got some closure, what, 10 years after he posted yeah, that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was Maybe We're Wrong. It's time for a segment. It's another edition of You Don't Know Jack Off. This is our quiz game. And Jason, since I know you're a fan of the New York Knicks, I, oh, this is partly inspired by you. Wonderful. So this is a quiz. I am going to give you either a real player for the 1950s New York Knicks or a fake player from the 1994 Japanese-developed Super Famicom game Fighting Baseball. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, I think uh, I got, okay. All right. I'm so, ready. So buzz in, if you, uh, buzz in however you see fit if okay. you think you know the answer to either of these. First up, Nat Clifton. Knicks. That's correct. Uh, any, any anyone can buzz in on this. Oh, great! Yeah. Uh, second up, Willie Dustus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna ding ding ding. I'm gonna say Nick's. He was a he's a character from Fighting Baseball. Oh, man. Oh. Uh, next up, Herm Hederick. <laughs> uh, did ding 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 Fighting Baseball? No, he was a 1950s <laughs> New York Nick. Okay, next up, Onsen Sweeney. <laughs> uh, ding ding. Fighting baseball. You're right, Heather. Because that's onsen is a Japanese bath. Okay. Next oh. up, next the next player, real or fake, Bobson Dugnut. <laughs> <laughs> Bobson Dugnut. Bobson Dugnut. Bobson Dugnut. <laughs> uh, fake. Jason, you are correct. He was a character from Fighting Baseball. <laughs> Next up, Dick Garmaker. <laughs> Ding. Heather. Nicks. 
He is also, he is a New York Nick wow. from the 1950s. Wow. Next up, Dick Bunt. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Matt, fighting baseball. Also a New York Nick Man. from the 1950s. <laughs> All right, we got three more. Right. I don't know where the scores are standing. I, I have got them right two. Now. I got two. Okay, great. Jason uh, has two, Heather has two, Matt has one. Oh, we're not, we're, we're close to knotted up. It's anyone's game. Next up, is this person a New York Nick from the 1950s or from the Super Famicom game fighting baseball? Raul Chamberlain. <laughs> <laughs> Ding. Heather. Uh, fighting baseball. You're right. Yeah. Next up. Fred Christ. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Uh, Jason. I got to say, I think it's fighting baseball. He played for the New York Knicks in the oh 1950s. Frederick Christ. Fred Christ. <laughs> he's like he's like Fred Claus, but for Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. Coming to the floor. Fred <laughs> Christ. All right, Christ right. with a dunk. <laughs> Number six. <laughs> Frederick Christ. <laughs> All right, one more. Uh, this uh, this one may prove decisive. Is this character from the New York Knicks in the 1950s or from the Super Famicom game Fighting Baseball? Sleeve McDykel. <laughs> <laughs> Sleeve. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Fighting Baseball. Jason, Please. you are correct. Wow. It, Matt, who is our winner? That, it was a tie. It was a tie. Oh, that's yeah. wonderful. Everybody wins. Yay. Oh, I, I lost, but Jason and Heather tied. Okay, everyone wins except for Matt. <laughs> I'm dedicating this one to Fred Christ. <laughs> Christ with the rebound. Shout out to, uh, to uh, a large man on Twitter who post, posted the roster for fighting baseball from Super Famicom, a, a Japan-only baseball game where they... Uh, uh, approximated a bunch of fake American names because they did not have an MLB license. <laughs> Fucking sleeve. Some other characters: um, Anatoly Smorin, oh, Glenn <laughs> Allen Mixon, um, <laughs> Tony Smerick, Dwight Rortigal. <laughs> 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 it's a great, uh, great, great list of names here. Um, all right, it's time for the question block. All right. Ba-ding! Oh, there it goes. Okay. This is from at a real Charles on Twitter. What's a weirder use of star power? Licensed games starring celebrities or photorealistic celebrities starring as random characters in games? Ooh, wow. That's an interesting question. This feels like a very um, prescient uh, question based on. Uh, Conan O'Brien's appearance in Death Stranding. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, there's, there, I mean, a, a lot of the character, a lot of the actors, and I, I just watched that eight minute trailer that would just came out yeah. today as of this recording, and it, se- it seems like a lot of the character models are very closely modeled on the actors who are portraying them in real life. Yes, Guillermo yeah. yeah. del Toro's in the game. Yeah, I personally uh, can't wait to manage the urine level. <laughs> of Norman Reedus <laughs> throughout this game. Right. Um, Kojima's done it again. He's really ass. <laughs> I it's I I can't wait to play that game. Yeah. Uh I, I'm gonna say that um it's weirder when it's weirder that we have gotten to a place where actors are in games, but they're not actually mm. in the game. Yeah. They're like their CG version is in the game. So that's it, like if you really defamiliarize that, that's far weirder to act in a game than it is to be like I'm Shaquille O'Neal right. and this is my game that I'm in. Does anyone know if 
the they're they're getting likeness rights for this because I know there have been some controversies where actors where like a character model was so clearly yeah. clo- inspired by an actor by a real actor and then they they just were like hey that's just you basically put me in the game The Last of Us being a prime yes, example yeah right uh, but I do know if if you're like if is Norman Reedus like getting like. <laughs> Like, did he get some like some rights? Like were his likeness rights taken with his character model or something? I wonder. Do you think? I'm serious. Do yeah. you, what do you think the over under is on seeing his penis in the game, like a CG it's version a, of his? Penis? It's a Kojima game. I put it at 98. <laughs> percent I believe Kojima commented that you do not see his. Dick I don't in. believe. I, there's got to be a code where yeah. you can see it. A, a, code? a, a hot coffee version for his Death Stranding. Yeah, I read Norman Reedus's dick wasn't in the game, and I punched a hole in my wall. <laughs> no! So we just see a dickless stream of piss. <laughs> What is this freaky game? I really Could, wonder, yeah, if, if someone someone's going to mod it to unlock the camera and what are you going to see? Like, what is it, is there just some, like, j- like weird like, cloaca-esque hole that it's coming out of in the front of his body? And everything you need to know about Kojima as an auteur of video games, to me, can be summed up by the fact that in the last Metal Gear game, in order to bond quiet one of your companions to you, um, you could stare at her breasts in the helicopter. (laughs) That was the mechanic that Kojima was like, yeah, that's how you do it. (laughs) Who do you think has more insight into the uh, the female mind? uh, Hideo Kojima or uh, George R.R. Martin? Uh, You know, it's a a tie. It's very tough. Um, I think that this is a yeah, I honestly think that that I don't mind. I've gotten used to seeing an actor, a character model in a game that's based off of an actor and they're voicing it as well. Like, I don't find that as jarring anymore. It is it is getting more realistic, which I guess is kind of a little uncanny valley. But for me, it's just there's so much licensed dreck that is just somebody's name and image being used yeah. to promote a completely like unrelated game. And I think that's very much the case with Shaq Fu. So I feel like that is a practice that I feel like is little... I don't know if weirder is the word I'd use, but it's it's like a thing where I'm just like, well, why are you, why did you put your face in uh, and and name on this uh, for match three game on the in, in the iOS store? You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right. What's our next question? Okay, this one's from at Fire Slicer on Twitter. If you guys had a licensed game made about you, what genre would it be? Oh boy! Wow, that's a tri- that's a tough question. Hmm. It's a big. This is a big thing. To, a big decision to make. Uh, I think that. First of all, if there was a licensed game about me, uh, the genre it would be would be low selling. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, No, I I think that I I really like I mean, I really like RPGs and I think that it would be fun to have like some sort of like a mother-esque like real world RPG with that sort of, you know, uh, uh, retro aesthetic. Like I would be that, that, that kind of look like a 16 bit game, look like a 16 bit game. Um, I, I, that's what I think I would be into just sort of me just, uh, friendless in middle school or something, <laughs> but I have magical powers. Um, Heather, anything come to mind? Yeah. Uh, so you know, like rock band where you like have to like press a button. Yeah. In yeah. Order. So it'd be like that, except it would be a conversation and, uh, <laughs> The lo- like the longer the other character makes eye contact with you, the harder <laughs> the conversation becomes. So it would just be a conversation simulator, and and the and just you trying to get 
through the conversation without failing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, for me, I think it would be, uh, I'd call it urine manager online, and it would just be a game about an online game uh, in which you manage the urine level of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's next, Matt? Uh, let's see. Okay, this next one is from at uh, Bodesawa. Shaq Fu notably had major differences between the uh, SNES and Genesis versions. Are there any games you've played where you felt like you got an inferior experience because of the platform? Wow. Yes. Yes. So uh, Jurassic Park for Genesis was awesome. Jurassic Park for Super Nintendo was not awesome mm. and was like a cartoony version. Uh well, I, but I I had the Genesis version, so I guess I didn't answer this question correctly. <laughs> you answered it in reverse order. Yeah, well, but I played I played the Jurassic Park Super Nintendo version at like a blockbuster rental or something mm. first, and I was like, oh, this game is terrible, and then didn't get the Genesis one until it like went on budget buy, and then got it on budget buy, and I was like, oh, this is fun. I get to play as a Velociraptor. Right. Let's edit out my answer. I <laughs> know. <laughs> no, it was good. Uh, my answer is probably, and I don't think this is the best example, because it was actually a decent port, but it just paled in comparison to the PC version of uh, Doom 64. Mm. And it's just like, it, it, it was pretty good. It, it, it's just, but like as far as, you know, the, the frame rate and the graphics and, and certainly the control of that, Trying to control with that, you know, uh, that wonky Nintendo 64 controller that I mostly like, but the C C buttons as opposed to the dual sticks that yeah, you get with yeah. later consoles was just not as good. Um, uh, Jason, anything come to mind? Uh, d- recently, I downloaded Overwatch for the Nintendo Switch and it is awful. Oh, what a bummer. It is awful. Oh, it's sucks. a really fun game that I enjoy playing mindlessly on PS4 or Xbox and on Switch. It's just absolutely the worst wow. version of the game. That's wow. a bummer. It's unfortunate. That really sucks. Yeah, that's too bad. I got, I bought um, for, you know, when I, when I was, I think that when I was still watching football, God, this was a long time ago, but I bought like Madden 99 or 2000. Jesus Christ, that was so long ago. Oh my God, what a 20, different world. 20 years. Yeah, that was a million years ago. My God. Uh, but I bought one of those for PC and it was just like, it was just so much less fun to play on a computer. I don't know what it was about. Like, it was like, even graphically, it was basically on par, but it was just like, this This sucks. This stops feeling like, I think because you watch sports on TV, that yeah. like playing it on a computer, it just doesn't feel like the same experience. Mm. I don't know. Um, that might have just been my own weird psychosis. <laughs> uh, what else we got? Okay, this is from at Mario-ish Gambino. Uh, who is a celebrity now that should have a game, and what does that game look like? That's a pretty oh, good. Wow. Uh, wow, that's a pretty good name. Yeah, by the very way. good name. Yeah. Mario Ish Gambino. That's yeah. pretty good. Um, I'm surprised there's not a Nicolas Cage game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it feels, it feels like it would be like all different genre. Like each level would be a different genre, oh, and it like would it. be like Nick Cage trying to escape from a video game. So wow. like right. one level would be like a fighting game, and one level would be like a platformer, and you'd just be trying to get him out. Like because wow. he makes all. It just I love that. It's lo- surprising to me that he doesn't have a game. Uh, it'd be fun to pitch that to Nicolas Cage because I feel like his his question would be like, so, is, and is this real? Like, <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I, 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 for some reason, what I thought of was there's a lot of these cooking games, and there are a lot of you know like there there's a there they tend to be like these kind of. Uh, very kid-oriented ones, um, uh, like cooking, uh, cooking mama, and I thought like if there or all ages is a better way to say that. But I think they, there is there is a market for like a Top Chef style with you know you get like Padma Lakshmi and you get like uh, you know you get the actual judges from the show or you just get like, you like license like That's Emerald or like Roy Choi and make like a a, a cooking game for adults. Yeah. It still has the same sort of mechanics, but it is that kind of like, you know, sleeker TV style presentation. Yeah, that's that's a great idea. We've got two great hit us up at H D G T P pod at Gmail. Gmail.com. Yeah. I had a similar thought, Nick, except mine was a Guy Fieri fighting game. Oh my god. That would be Guy Fieri should have a game. I'm surprised he doesn't. He would be what, a great video game. What character. about a fighting game and it's all celebrity chefs? Oh, oh there we go. God. There you go. And you could like have Guy Fieri rip Gordon Ramsay's head off. <laughs> You'd call it Iron Chef. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I'd, I'd be into that. Just uh, you know, don't let don't put Paula Deen on the roster. <laughs> could, could create some issues. Yeah, Jesus. I don't want to see her stage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, and this next one uh, is from at A W North Street. What's your favorite celebrity cameo in a video game? I.e. Burt Reynolds in Saint Rose Three oh or gosh. Charles Barkley oh, Shut Up and oh, Jam. Oh, I've got one. I've got one. Heather literally raised her her fist yes. above her I'm head. I'm so excited. In uh, when Peter Serafinowicz, who was a huge fan of Dark Souls, mm. got to be a voice in the sequel. Oh wow! wow. So you like walking around, and then suddenly you hear Peter, Peter Serafinowicz's voice, and you're like, "Oh, that's great." He liked it so much and was so public about it that they put him in the game, that and rules. that made me really happy. Yeah. Uh, Ah, boy. I don't know if I have a good one. Uh, Jason, do you, do, have you thought of anything? Uh, Michelle Rodriguez in Halo 2. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. That was fun. That was pretty cool. You can be Shrek in Tony Hawk 4. That doesn't... I like that. That's good. That's yeah, my, yeah. my answer is Shrek and Tony Hawk. <laughs> uh, oh, you know what? I'm, I'm looking at a, ri- a list real quick to refresh my memory, and I know he is, he is problematic, uh, but... It was kind of amazing to see Michael Jackson in Space Channel Part Five. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, sorry, Space Channel Five Part Two, because uh, I that was a, that was a when the a Dreamcast rhythm game and the fact that he's like such a huge Sega fan, the fact that he actually uh, cropped up was just kind of like wow, okay, this reclusive guy actually put himself in a game. <laughs> um, but uh, I I do not uh, agree with Michael Jackson on some of the things that he made, decisions that he made in his life. <laughs> <laughs> what a strange way of putting that. I, know, right? <laughs> I think he was he did some bad things. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you have a question or comment about a video game uh, or the video game we're playing this week or games in general, at HDTGB. Oh, fuck. It's so hard to say. Do you, do you know how to say it, Heather? At HD. Wait, what is the name of our. At, at HDTGP pod. At HDTGP pod. I got to just practice that. I should just be at home just like getting reps in of saying the the social media handle for our, our podcast. Well, at helps. HDTGP pod. Yeah, if you look at it, it's easier. At HDTGP pod. And also not to be rude, this would have been the, I think, 21st time you've said it. Yeah, I okay. Look, <laughs> I need to get more than twenty-one reps. Uh, Jason Gazepsian, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, what would you like to plug at this time? Uh, listen to Binge Mode and check out NBA Desktop on TheRinger.com. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank, thank you. you, thank you. It's a delight. Oh my god, so fun. And Matt, what's next week's game? Next week's game is horse dating sim, My Horse Prince. 
Oh, good. That sounds like dog shit. Well, I guess we'll get into that next week. Uh, until next time, uh, on behalf of the whole team, Scott Dorkey, Sean Furcoat, and Dean Wesry, this is Ray McScurf <laughs> saying goodnight. <laughs>